0: People need to be able to think, speak, and act without self restraint As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Wish. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Welcome to the America Out Loud Talk Radio, and you're listening once again to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. This is Segment One, and I want to thank you again for joining us, for joining me as um, Malcolm and America Out Loud platform helps us fight the cancel culture, where people like myself, McCullough, Reesh, etc., we are being allowed to speak openly on this platform and share information for you so you can take back your freedoms, your liberties, and your own decision-making in terms of your health care and just in terms of life in general because the battle that we're in resulted in a loss of freedoms, And once freedom is gone, then basically the society and the way forward is lost. So this is a battle that we are in and COVID really under, uh, revealed the underbelly of modern medicine, what we, what we call allopathic medicine, where we've seen that medical doctors were willing to um, sell out their patients in lieu for incentivization, for money, for benefits. Doctors, CEOs, their hospitals, the medical system, the alphabet agencies like CDC and FDA. So we're in a serious, serious battle. And in all, like I wrote my book uh, where I spoke about how President Trump was taken down from on the inside. He was toppled. My book is um, still can be found on Amazon and Barnes on Noble. And it uh, really, really speaks about President Trump. And my view from the inside. Um, tonight, I wanted to uh, go forward with uh, some stories that I think are important during this week. You know, my uh, talk show will go from a uh, uh, to podcast the following day. You could get it on follow it on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, etc. And uh, you could also always go to my blog. It's called Alexander COVID News. So it's my Substack blog. It's Alexander, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, COVID, Space News. So let me start today. Uh, What I wanted to talk about is a few articles that I'm seeing on Drudge that I think I should um, touch on. First story by Drudge, and and Drudge has become so woke, so um, anti-Trump, it's unbelievable. His entire platform right now is going after Trump every which way he can. First story is one out of four Republicans growing tired of Magadon. I don't know where George got this report from or the story from, It that's a bunch of BS. President Trump remains the most powerful ex-president in the world. In fact, President Trump has more power than ex-president than the sitting president and all prior sitting presidents. That is correct, and I believe I'm almost 100% that President Trump will be reelected, and I am behind him. I stand firm with him. I'm, almost, I'm on the MAGA train. All those who who are part of the jockeying for position right now, none of them can do for America what Trump can. So they should step back and allow him to wage a concerted effort against the Democrats election machinery, help him. Um, I wanted to talk about, uh, they found some, uh, some de- debate prep from Ron DeSantis. And I think what they're reporting is that some of the notes was uh, for Ron to make sure he shows emotions and stuff. That's not a good look. It doesn't come across well. and It shows that um, the DeSantis camp is in trouble. That's what I'll say at this point. There's some stories running on drudge about smash and grab robberies across LA and across some parts of America, where these flash mobs invade luxury retailers with brute force now. What's my view on this? My view, make sure that you have legal firearms, make sure they have permits, make sure you know how to use them, and make sure you use force. On these people, once your life is threatened and you feel that your life is in imminent danger by these animals, and these are feral animals, banal, fecal. See, if I had my way, I would imprison their parents too, not just them. And I talk about 50 years, minimum, i take taken their parents down too. Yes, because these animals come from putrid homes. When mommy's a crack whore and daddy's a pimp and there are four generations of welfare, that's the problem we face. These are animals running on the street now. We have to deal with them like animals and use brute force. If they come in there with hammers and guns and stuff, be prepared. Let them face what you have. That's my view. Um, What I also wanted to talk about today is uh, that, um, you know, uh, the situation with COVID, COVID is basically done, but the situation is that um, we see that the government, the CDC, the NIH, all of the news media, trying to scare you up again with this EG5 sub-variant, and trying to bother you and to try to make you even willing in the future to accept lockdowns again, masks and all of this. This is a whole load of garbage. We don't have this issue with COVID anymore. COVID is over. And the existing variant is so mild, there's no need to call for any vaccine or any issues. First of all, the vaccine doesn't work. The vaccine has failed, and the vaccine will continue to fail. Second of all, they're trying to bring—they call an updated booster. It's called the XBB 1.5, which is supposed to have dealt with a prior subvariant clade XBB 1.5. But you know that they could have never gotten ahead of the virus or any kind of virus with a vaccine. And you know that um, already we're projecting that EG5 or the FL subvariant variant clade will be dominant by the time the XBB1.5 vaccine comes out. In other words, the vaccine will fail. The vaccine will not work out of the box. So this is a serious issue. But the government doesn't seem to want to stop. They don't care. They're going to still try, not try and bring it. They're going to bring it. And they're going to continue vaccinating people whilst they have virus in the environment. The virus will not, persons being vaccinated will not be able to, their vaccinal antibodies will not get to the maximal binding. So it will not be able to neutralize or sterilize the virus. So, again, we're going to have suboptimal population immunity pressing against the existing virus. But it will be a mismatch, and you're going to have that in your natural selection, again, selective pressure, where it's going to select, variants are going to select for the most fittest and hardiest amongst itself that can overcome that suboptimal pressure with non-neutralizing antibodies. That's the bottom line. So in other words, the vaccine will fail and we will not be able to properly deal with any new variants. But the good news about it is, we're not getting any reports of what is coming or what is becoming more dominant. Let's say the EG5. It's not lethal. And that is the good news. However, by bringing out a vaccine with a spike that focuses on the antigen with a, with a mismatch is a devastating mistake. You're going to have original antigenic sin again, which is akin to immune priming or, or immune fixation, where the recall antibodies remember from immunological memory, will be based on the initial prime or exposure. So if the initial vaccine, which was the initial prime, was the Wuhan spike, those are the antibodies that your immune system has made. When it sees another variant, it is going to recall Wuhan principally first. That's a mismatch. That's going to cause viral immune escape. It's going to cause a host of issues. And basically, what's going to happen is the vaccinated person is going to become infected or reinfected. So this is a devastating situation, what they're trying to do, because it has no value added. Um, I wanted to talk about a question was raised to me. Do you think... Dr. Alexander, that this vaccine operates as a biological weapon. And my responses to the interviewer was, based on all I know, based on biological weapons and the knowledge I have, I did a little bit of work in bioterrorism, biowarfare at Johns Hopkins in 2001, 2002. I actually had the great pleasure of being taught by Dr. Donald Henderson. He's often known as D.A., he passed away, I believe, in 2014, 2015, but he lived a good, strong life. He put a stamp on public health in America and globally. He's a senior at, at Johns Hopkins. I had a chance to meet him and um, many great conversations over biowarfare and stuff. And uh, I even reached out to him when I was reaching out to McMaster for my doctorate in evidence-based medicine if he would supervise a doctorate at Johns Hopkins. And, you know, we had some good discussion and he agreed. The only issue why I did not read for the doctorate at Johns Hopkins is because of funding. At that point, I was not a legal resident of the United States as I am today. So I would not have gotten proper funding. At McMaster, they offered me um, full scholarship, et cetera. Actually, I was... I had completed a grad degree at Oxford in, in evidence-based medicine, and I was con- considering a Dfil at Oxford. And they were actually offering me scholarship too. But I mean, I had a chance to work with Dr. Gordon Guy at McMaster, and he is the founder, the originator of evidence-based medicine with Dr. Dave Sackett. So I couldn't get better than that. So there was a disturbing study um, report about I think Catherine Feinstein who is I think Senator Dianne Feinstein's daughter is accusing the lawyers involved in some of her estate they're trying to settle up I think her husband's estate Senator Diane Feinstein first of all Dianne Feinstein I believe is now 403 years old if I have my math correct I don't think she's a year younger than 300 for sure when you look at her you, you ask yourself how insane have the politics become that they could be wheeling her out in the condition she is. I believe she is legitimately about 92, but about 403 in proper years. Now, her daughter is claiming that the lawyers are committing financial elderly abuse. I mean, I read about it with her for the first time. Now, I know there's physical and emotional abuse, especially to elderly. I believe what they're trying to say is that um, these lawyers are trying to take her money, maybe overcharge her, blah, blah, blah. That's a crime in my eyes. And if there's a thing called financial elderly abuse, and I believe so, because I'm seeing it right now around, around me, people I even know. I have this good friend, Jack, from New York, and that's all I'll say. He's a military veteran, police officer, ex. He's about 85 now very sick, dying. And there are some people who are all friends, running the same circles and know Jack. All of a sudden, they're very close to Jack and they're helping him because he has nobody taking care of him. So he's lonely. As he gets his treatments, he has cancer, advanced cancer, and a bunch of other issues. But you can see that these people are there to try and see what of his money. When people are old and they're lonely, and they need help, and all they want is some companionship. We have people in society who are like animals. They're leeches. They're criminal in my point of view. They befriend them so that they could get put in the will and they could get some of their money, a house, a car, whatever. It's, it's just a terrible, terrible situation. If that's happening to Senator Diane Feinstein, mind you, I detest and load her politics. I think she's a leftist freak. I wish her well. I I hope she doesn't suffer in her elderly years now, in terms of her health, and that she goes to heaven, etc. If people are committing elderly abuse to her financially, I think they should be taken to jail. Let me end this full segment by reminding you that my blog is called Alexander COVID News. It's free. Just key in Alexander COVID News, and uh, you will see uh, my blog. And um, I talk about COVID and a bunch of, all of the stories, as you see, I just spoke about Feinstein. There's nothing off limits for me. So I will discuss anything that is um, a good story. And um, I wanted to thank you for your patronage and your loyalty. I wanted to remind you that I also provide support with Dr. Rich, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Gessling, Dr. Ameling, Dr. Marcus, et cetera. We support the wellness company, and it's a company that's doing uh, tremendous work out there. Where um, you know, uh, Mr. Foster Coulson, who uh, who's the chairman and the owner, you know, he um, he decided that um, the medical system was failing. So you can find the wellness company at twc.health. That's T for Tom, W for White, C for Charlie, dot, dot health. And um, with the failing medical system, the oppressive government health policies, and lack of appreciation for natural approaches to curing illnesses, Foster felt he wanted to put his money behind to try and find solutions to improve the health of Canadians, Americans, and the world.
1: Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity, unlike other supplements that don't work. Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code Out Loud.
0: For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code Out Loud. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
1: America Out Loud News: Liberty and Justice for All.
0: I just wanted to remind you as I finish here the time. The wellness company back. Thank you very much for joining the second segment of the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud talk radio. Remember my talk shows go to um, the podcast Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora Um, The Next Day, uh, iHeart You know, there's so many news so much situations right now. I think the principal one is the situation with President Trump Look, as I have said before, let me just finish faster Mr. Coulson, who owns TWC, that's TWC.health Please go to that site. You will find a range of nutraceuticals, including a spike product that helps dissolve the spike protein. Um, Foster really felt in Canada that the health system was just junk and garbage. And um, he was aware of the failing medical system, oppressive government health policies, and basically the lack of appreciation for natural approaches to curing illnesses. Like he rejected the allopathic approach and the medicalization of people and poly drugs, where everybody was on multiple drugs, especially the elderly. So he got agitated decided to put his money, you know, his from his family businesses, so he could be part of the solution. And he, he formed the wellness company. I provide scientific support along with Dr. McCullough, Dr. Risha, etc. And um, he's on a unequivocal. Unapologetic. You know, he's pushing his stance for medical freedom and the right, your right to have affordable health care. You know, and I and I think a core of division in your right to have affordable health care and medical freedom, so you make your own decisions, that's the key. That, because you as an individual have the right to make your own decisions about your body, your own bodily integrity. So it's very important, the freedom to make decisions on your own bodily integrity and that you have access to affordable health care. So, you know, he's trying to build a new kind of health system based on a telehealth kind of model where people could learn to trust medicine again. You know, a lot of explicitness, openness, transparency. You know, it's good governance. And um, between offering medical care at online, you also have a host of nutraceuticals that this company has put together, formulations under the wellness company logo. But um, what I wanted to talk to you about that I thought was a very, um, is a very, very important issue, is that... um, the vaccine, the mRNA technology vaccine. And remember, I have coined the term the 13, well, it used to be the four horsemen. Now it's the 13 horsemen of the COVID apocalypse. And my 13, these people have have visited upon us, death, suffering, risk, um, pestilence, pain, disease, I would even go as far as to say famine, because they have weakened the fabric of the society with the COVID lunacy and the lockdowns and the fraud vaccine. None of it was real. 100% of it was false. This was never a pandemic. This was all a lie. Everything about COVID, every single point from the beginning with the so-called coronavirus all the way to the lockdown lunacy, The school closures all the way to the MRNA technology shot. It was all a lie. Everything was a fraud, and I want the 13 horsemen of the apocalypse taken into proper, proper legal tribunal, legal hearings, legal courts, with proper juries and judges so that they make the decisions. In the end, after everyone defends themselves and puts on their um, cases, etc., but I want Malone, Wiseman, Drew Wiseman, Robert Malone, Drew Wiseman, Caitlin Carrico, the trifecta, the three-headed Hydra, I would call them, who who they said invented the mRNA technology. I know there are others involved, but these three are special. Along with them, I want Fauci from NIAID, and Francis Collins, NIH. Francis Collins is the one who slipped below the radar. But he he has a lot of culpability and a lot of the wrong. I want Alex Azar, too, in that courtroom. I want Deborah Brooks and Rochelle Walensky. Well, when you thought that Rochelle couldn't outdo herself with stupidity, you just have to listen to her the next time when you realize, yes, she could. She could find that lower gear. You know, like when you're driving, you could find that gear so you could, you could go further. She's finding. She's revealed a depth of stupidity that defies logic. And, and she lies like, like a... She's lie like a sailor, like, like a dockyard worker who's cursed. She's just stonefold, stone cold in your face. And she's blinked. She's vicious. So, with her in a courtroom answering questions to what she did, <clears throat> the 13 Horsemen, I want Dazak and Ralph Byron, Echo Health, I want those there. University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, I want them investigated and questioned under oath. Must, must. All of these people. It is important because what they did kill people. All of their COVID policies, the the vaccine, the vaccine. Between the lockdowns and the vaccine, these are the two greatest public health disasters in history. I don't think there could be anything as worse as what has happened with the vaccine. The vaccine is killing people. Killing people. I wanted to talk about a situation right now where they're talking about so far for this year about 17 to 20,000 North Africans have come to England and from the Middle East. So the question is, is this an invasion? I said yes, it's an invasion. When I read this story, I think in Breitbart, it's, an, it's what we call invasion by immigration jihad, where you've seen thousands of young military-aged males from the Middle East and from North Africa coming into your country. You have to ask yourself a simple question. These are young military-aged men. Why are they leaving their country? If they say when they arrive at the border or cross the sea that that um, things are bad in their country, their shithole, because that was a shithole. Trump was right. It's a filthy shithole they're coming from. But then the question is, if you're saying that things are bad, then why are you leaving? Why are you not in a group standing up to save your own country? And you are the worst of society because you're bailing and you're running away. These young military-aged men, you should be fighting for your country, taking up arms, defending your nation, not leaving. Come to my country. I know why you're coming, you're North African and you're Middle Eastern male. 40 years old telling the telling the you UN, UN idiot that you're 12. You're shaving your beard and the idiot think you're 12 and giving you tombstone document saying that you are 12 and your name is no longer Mohammed, it's Raphael. I know why you're coming, Mr. North African and Mr. Middle Eastern. You're coming to rape all the young blonde girls in England, in Denmark, in Norway. I know. And you want to rape the American blondies. I know that. That's your real quest. To come and fondle and rape the American woman. They want to lay weight in America and start mass stabbing. I know why you're coming. Trump was right. And you're coming up in your southern border border too. It's not just fentanyl coming from Wuhan, China, which gave us virus and stuff, it's fentanyl, the precursors to fentanyl coming up. Getting repackaged in, in uh, Mexico and in Honduras and El Salvador and all those places. Coming up to into America, killing people, killing our children now. Fentanyl and overdoses is the number one killer in North American kids now. It's a serious issue. Parents need to find some way to invent fentanyl strips. So when you send your child to school, they could strip everything, the desk they're writing on, the locker Anywhere in this school, because they're going to have some children in your child's school, if you feel it not there, it's there, with fentanyl pills. One grain of fentanyl, one, in the pores of your child will kill them. One grain. It is so deadly. And we have, with fentanyl, we have another street drug called TRANQ, T-R-A-N-Q, deadly, killing Killing. So, I know why you're coming, Mr. North African. You're coming up in Mexico, through the southern border, where Mexicans giving you safe passage across the water if you bring the drugs. And you just want to come so you can rape up all the women in America and set the seats for mass stabbings and using trucks to run over people. I know. And you want to sodomize the little boys. I know, Mr. North African, Mr. Middle Eastern. Some say you sodomize people's dogs and their goats and their sheep and stuff. I, I don't know. But what I will tell you this, Mr. Middle Eastern and Mr. North African, understand what the Second Amendment is. And you will be reintroduced to it. I call in on all parents. In America, they're coming for your blonde girls, just like in England. Obama did that, and Biden, when he was in power, remember Tashfeen Malik and Omar, the Pulse nightclub shooter, and, and Major Hassan Nadal. Remember these people? Obama. He was flooding America with jihadists, but I warned the Middle Eastern man and the North African. We're going to teach you a lesson if you come and touch our woman. We'll introduce you to our second amendment. We'll introduce you to the the barrel of our weapons. You like to use swords and knives? We will use ours. Once you threaten the lives of our people, we'll punish you. You will never win what you think you're going to win. You think you have time? You think? You think? The Second Amendment is the only thing keeping America from falling. In this entire world. The world should drop on its knees every night and thank the founding fathers. For the Second Amendment, else America would have fallen. Just like how Australia has fallen. And England and France, etc. should give up your weapons. Thank God the people have the right to weapons. They have more weapons on the street than the police and even the military could match. Americans are armed to their teeth, and most of them are Trump supporters. Veterans, police, soldiers. So yes, this is an invasion. Merkel made sure she destroyed Europe. We will teach the North African and the Middle Eastern man a a lesson. We're going to have to. I want to I want to ask something also. This fearless warrior of ours Karen Kingston. I'm not all over the place, you know. There's just a lot of stories out there There's a big problem. You know they're trying to with all of these charges, now a fourth charge against Trump, I believe firmly that they are trying to imprison him to see if they could really get to that threshold and put him in a prison or kill him. I believe they're more likely to do number two. I don't think the courts will allow them to. President Trump's biggest challenge right now is safety. I think I shared on Substack and all over globally, I did go to President Trump's Bedminster Golf Club. Golf course, and I met him. There's a lot of photos out there with me and President Trump in it, shaking hands, etc. I am not at liberty to discuss what we spoke about. Just know President Trump is listening. He's listening to skeptics and contrarians because he's not stupid. The guy's one of the smartest people out there. Yeah, he was fooled. Because he trusted Fauci and Birx and Azar. They should be investigated in a courtroom. And if shown that they did wrong, they should be imprisoned. But President Trump is listening. I believe he'll do the right thing and stand against the vaccines very shortly. From these things that we've spoken about. He's a good man. He loves America. I believe they're trying to kill him. I don't think the Secret Service is up to the task. I think bringing him into New York, into Miami, so much, so repeatedly, predicting where he's going to be, exposing the guy, I think his security has to be heightened because he's at risk now. I um, I think President Trump in February of 2020 was going down January of 2020 is the greatest president the United States ever had. And will ever have. I thought he was going on Rushmore. You need to understand something about President Trump. You can't judge President Trump over a four-year period. And yes, Fauci and they toppled him because they made the pandemic response look hellish. Fauci they toppled him. The first two years of Trump's presidency, you have to write off because Paul Ryan, that Benedict Arnold freak speaker working with Turkey neck Mitch McConnell subverted President Trump in every every way he turned they subverted him. He couldn't get nothing legislative. He couldn't get any money for the wall. Imagine that when Republicans held the House, the Senate, and the White House. So the first two years dead. The fourth year was COVID. You need to judge Trump on his third year. When you look at the accomplishments that under Trump really is in one year, you really have to understand how good he did. President Trump will go down as one of the greatest presidents, and I believe he should be given a second term, and I believe I want him to come with vicious, vicious vengeance to burn down D.C., take D.C. down those alphabet agencies, especially the CDC, NIH, FDA take it down to their studs take every agency and put them out on Alcatraz, the Rock, put them there, put them two, three hundred miles north of Anchorage, Alaska have public servants, these civil servants have to take trains and planes have to buy houses out there, move it all out. move CDC from Atlanta FDA from Virginia, move it out move all take them put them 500, five hundred five thousand miles away make the life of these public servants
1: the pandemic may be over for some but millions of americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from covid 19 and the vaccines fortunately dr peter mccullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Well, the OutLoud Truth was the rallying call that started it all. America AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
0: Welcome back to the segment with Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour, um, hosted by the America Out Loud talk radio, Malcolm. Once again, thanks very much for what he does in showcasing us, giving us a voice in this intolerant work, cancer culture, myself, McCullough, etc. Look, I want to get through this. I, I apologize for the sounds you're hearing. I'm in the airport. I'm in uh, New York, LaGuardia, and I'm taking a flight out, but, um, I wanted to finish this last segment. I want to talk to you about the new um, CDC is talking about uh, um, they're tracking a new variant. Uh, It's called the BA 2.86 and um, I just want to talk to you about the fair point about all of this, given what we know about the EG5, EG.5 subvariant and the XBB1.5 vaccine booster they're trying to bring. So let me talk about this, and I want to talk about the Karen Kingston affair, because she's gone missing, and now there's an official um, report, a missing person's report, and why gone out in Mexico. So this situation is evolving, and um, I know Karen well. Um, she's a good friend, and we spoke uh, just about last week about her doing some work with the wellness company and getting some information to President Trump. She's a sound legal mind, and... Um, something doesn't seem right here and uh you know we're standing outside looking on so let me begin Um, i will do the i will i will discuss uh the subvariant issue first remember you can find my work alexander covid news that's a-l-e-x-a-n-d-r space covid space news it's free that's my blog subsac Please go to it and subscribe, and you'll get daily information. The BA 2.86, the disease, is talking about tracking this uh, this new subvariant. They are claiming that it's, it's of interest, and it has 36 mutations from the currently dominant XBD 1.5. Well, of course, viruses mutate spontaneously. But not only that, they have been putting a lot of pressure on the XBD 1.5, um, sub-variant with their continued vaccination policy. And uh, it is the vaccine and the continual vaccination that has driven the emergence of the variants. It's not the virus. And um, <clears throat> the situation now is this when they bought out the vaccine in February or so of 2020, 2021, we knew out of the gate that the vaccine failed. And not only that, it entered negative effect in this territory, but it was also harmful. If this, The mRNA technology platform, particularly Pfizer and Moderna, is causing brain bleeds, aneurysms, blood clots, um, Guillain-Barré syndrome, paralysis, and deaths. We're seeing all the issues with the pilots. Uh, yesterday, I wrote a sub-stack about a third pilot who's died in the cockpit, got up, um, I think it's Latam, and he went to the, to the washroom and he died. And uh, there was a Qatar Airways pilot also who died, um, an Indian uh, Airways pilot who died. Now uh, we have uh, tens, multiple cases of pilot incapacitation just before takeoff, commercial airline, and just as the plane lands. So we have a serious problem with the vaccine induced what we call silent myocarditis that results in cardiac arrest. So the problem here is that um, we knew that this vaccine is deadly, particularly the mRNA. Bula, Bansal Sahin, these are the vaccine CEOs, Pfizer, Moderna, BioNTech. We have the mRNA inventors, Drew Wiseman, Caitlin Currico, Robert Malone, etc. We have Fauci, Francis Collins. All of these people need to be properly investigated at some point in a proper legal forum so they could be held accountable because they're hands on this vaccine and, it's, and and we cannot allow them today, we cannot allow them today to be going along and gaining fame, money, stature, when they're the ones responsible for the position that we're in. We need to hold them accountable and get them under oath. So right now they're talking about the BA 2.86. Um, and they're saying that it might be a problem. Well. First of all, we have no information to say that the BA 2.86 is any more lethal than, any prior, than the present XBB 1.5. It could be more infectious. Of course, it's, it's generating more mutations. We're putting a lot of selective pressure on it. Of course, it's going to have viral immune escape and it's probably going to be much more infectious as well as it may not be. So the issue here is we were talking last week about, about another variant called the EG-5, or the FL variant that we saw was going to be predominant in around September. At the same time, they were bringing this XBB 1.5 booster. We knew from the booster, for, based on the eight mice in the past, the bivalent booster, remember it was based on the Wuhan strain plus the BF4, ba 5 It failed. Remember, everyone who got the booster, the new bivalent booster, um, based on the eight mice who incidentally got sick and died too, um, they all got reinfected. So it does not work. Why? Original antigenic sin, do we call antibodies, is to the initial exposure or prime. That is to the Wuhan virus, the Wuhan spike. So it will never work. You can never get ahead of a virus with a vaccine. Viruses mutate too spontaneously. The genetic material copying mechanism sp- check system doesn't work like for bacteria, uh, so so that's why the flu vaccine is a failure. It's a dud. It will never work and has never worked. Um, it's all a farce. Same thing here. And uh, um, what is happening is, if EG five is going to be the variant dominant in September, they were bringing the XBB one point five booster. It cannot hit that spike. Therefore, there will be viral immune escape again. Everyone vaccinated would be infected, reinfected, and then there will also be the risk of driving a virulent, a more virulent subvariant emerge, not just infectious. So now that they're talking about this BA 2.86, this is just fair porn. Of course, we're going to have variant after variant. They are causing it. They have been driving the variants with the vaccine, and they're not stopping. And then they're coming to you on the podium and saying, oh, my God, there's a new subvariant. If it's infectious, we expect it to be so. Once it's not lethal, and we have no indication to show this, but we want this to stop if they can only stop this vaccine. The vaccine is a failure and it is deadly. So I wanted to make sure you understood this. Between original antigenic sin, immune priming, immune fixation, fixation, prejudicing of the response, the recall antibodies would be towards Wuhan cannot hit this new BA 2.86. So again, again, um, if they bring the XBB 1.5 um, new booster, it will not hit the BA 2.86 if that is a new predominant, a new dominant player. So I wanted to make sure I touch base on that. And now I want to go over to, um, to Karen Kingston. Look, Here's the issue. I know Karen well. Um, she's a friend of mine. Uh, we talk routinely and she gives a lot of work. I put out her sub stacks and um, she's brilliant, a legal mind. And uh, she's been um, having some discussions with the wellness company. She gave me a lot of neat, important information for President Trump. I went to in Bedman, as you know that, last week. And um, so... The thing is, we've been talking, and recently, I believe last week, Karen came out to say that she believes her life is under threat, and she said she believes that the CIA and O'Malone were involved, and she was calling on Bobby Kennedy to put a stop to it. Look, I want to tell you something. Um, I know, I know her. I don't think she's lost her marbles. I don't think she's a nut. I think she's very smart. And, and I think there's something credible here. But we don't know because we need more information from Karen. We need more information from the floor. But she came out and she said that she's under threat. And I believe she was going underground. She was very concerned for her life and safety. Now, you should know that people like myself, McCullough, Rish, all of us, we work and uh, we work under threat. All of us in this COVID space, we take threat daily and um, we have accepted the risk because in a certain way, we can't go backwards. That's the point. Because our face is out there, the material we put out is out there. Yeah? It's just too much that has gone on. So we can't stop. And this is the price that we've paid. We've been cancelled. Most of us have lost our income. Thank goodness for the wellness company. Foster Coulson, who stood up and. Marcus, McCullough, Rich, myself, he, you know, he's helping us financially. It's, it's, it's not going to replace what we earned prior, but Foster's like an agent, an angel. For he stood up to help us with his money and set up a company. we are trying to, to see if we can change healthcare as it's delivered today with the telework, which is suitable model, and giving you back your medical freedom, decision-making, etc. Um, but back to Karen, um, the problem is I don't think there's any problem with Karen in terms of her veracity and legitimacy. I think there must be something going on for her to make the claims that she has made. And um, I would, look, on any given day, I'll be blunt. Some of us in this movement who stood up, particularly against the vaccines, against the lockdowns against a fraud pandemic, we could be killed. I'll be blunt. Our lives are in danger every day, and many of us take that threats every day. No. And we have security. In many places I go in Canada and the United States, we can't go without security. So we take precautions too. But the threat is real. And we cannot... Um, you cannot discount it. And, um, you know, you cannot discount it because it is a serious situation. And uh, this situation of Karen is very, very distressing because she she claimed that X, Y, and Z was happening and, and it's credible. Um, I reached out to her immediately and she's not responded. I put out a call too. Normally, she responds immediately. Now, what are we seeing this morning? We are seeing that um, an advisory has gone out in Mexico, an official advisory, almost as a missing person's um, uh, announcement that um, that Karen is missing. And uh, this is very serious and concerning now. And uh, that's why I wanted to talk about it here to make sure that you understand what we are talking about and um, the seriousness of it. Yes, we are always at risk and many of us are in danger. And all I'm asking you is, let's, let's keep carrying in our prayers and hope that whatever it is has a logical, simple explanation and Karen is safe and she'll re-emerge and join the fight again. And uh, uh, if there's any help, I can be to Karen. She knows where I am. How to contact me. Um, I want to end this third segment by touching lightly on the issue of pilots who are dying in the cockpit. Because what we are seeing is a simple blood test. Simple um, tests of the blood. Uh, there's a D-dimer test. The D-dimer test. For blood clots. There's the troponin test for cardiac damage, EKGs, chest MRIs. We are seeing that the airline industry, the FAA, etc., pilots must demand that these tests are done before pilots take to the cockpit because do we want a plane or two commercial airline loaded with passengers to fall from the sky? Do we want this? That's not what we want. We want pilots entering the cockpit to be safe. And what we are saying is that, um, what we are seeing is that many pilots had to take the shot to continue flying on wood. And what we are seeing is many of them have what we call silent myocarditis. That is the heart muscle has died. The scarring of the heart muscle due to the mRNA vaccines. And uh, the heart is not working regularly anymore. And with the stress of work inside the cockpit, with the stress of flying in the cockpit, we believe that the flooding of adrenaline, catecholamines, into the blood to cope with the stress in response is too much strain for that damaged heart, that damaged myocardium and uh, the um, Myocytes, etc., damage so it causes the heart to go into regular rhythm and eventual cardiac arrest, and the person could die. That's why we're seeing all of these instances of what we call dying at dawn, dying in your sleep, dying as you rise because of catecholamines that are released to help you wake in the morning. If you have silent myocarditis on the damaged heart, it can cause cardiac arrest, and your partner will find you dead. So there's a recent report of a pilot dying in a Indigo pilot, INDIGO, at the Nagpur airport, um, cardiac arrest. And uh, there was a Qatar Airways pilot. So we, the LATAM pilot, we are seeing a very serious issue here, that needs addressing. We are calling on the FAA and the, and the airline industry to put a stop and ensure that pilots can only enter the cockpit if their myocarditis status is, is examined and is ruled out, that if they have not taken the vaccine, all of these different issues. And um, and uh, if they have, that they're cleared to flight. And you can know that by doing these tests, the D-dimer, troponin, et cetera. We have many instances of bus drivers getting cardiac arrest, becoming incapacitated, school bus drivers, the, the pilots, athletes on the field. We had Bronny James, LeBron James' son, Jamie Fox, Klutz, Shane One, Australian cricketer, you know, uh, Damar Hamlin, NFL player, Buffalo. So this is this is not a joke. This is real. So the three things that I wanted to touch base on is the B.A. 2.8 subvariant that was, um but the CDC is not looking at. It. I'm saying junk, fair porn, not a problem. You know, um, healthy persons today, you're at near zero risk of death from COVID. No child, no healthy child in America across 3.5 years died after being infected from COVID. Not one. So between that and um, we support my subsack Alexander COVID.